What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you living? It's Austin Cunningham, joined with Justin Treese today. And this is another great episode of Talking Football that we have ready for you. I didn't come in as hot because I'm super excited and I didn't want to oversell it. But we do have a really good show lined out. We have something going on set up that we, we haven't really seen anyone else do yet, which, like I said, we are very excited for. And I cannot wait to get into it. So without further ado, Trees, get us into it, dude. It's called Treesivia, everybody. You probably haven't heard of it. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. But I do have a tree civia, so I'm going to throw off Austin a little bit. So I do want to start with that, and then we'll get to the awesome segment that he's talking about. 100%. So, Austin, since the merger of 16-game schedules in the NFL, who has the most 8-8 eight and eight seasons? Or the team with the most 8-8 eight and eight games. All righty. The Denver Broncos. Holy shit. How did you guess that? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I'm dead serious. How did Dude, you- I was about to just be like, I know this is really just throwing a, a lure in, you know, the water, kind of hoping something bites, but uh, goddamn. Holy shit. Are you shit. serious? This is no, the Denver I'm Broncos? Dead, I'm dead fucking serious, dude. Try That's me, awesome. man. That is so awesome. Okay. who? <laughs> how many do they have? 11. A little, a little high. Nine. Still a teeny, teeny bit high. Eight. Good job. <laughs> Man, eight. I almost said seven to start, but I was like, nah, surely it's not that low. Yeah. They have eight, eight, and eight seasons. Can you guess who is second? And I'll give you a hint. There's actually three of them tied. AFC or NFC or mixed? All AFC. Okay. I want to say Cleveland. No. Cincinnati Bengals. They, they, they don't win eight games. <laughs> That's true. Cincinnati? Um, so they are the fourth on the list at okay. six. They have six. I'm giving away what this next number is. but So the next three teams all have seven. But what, what are the three teams? Tennessee Titans. No, they haven't been around enough, long enough. I guess that is true. But I feel like they're always right there at nine and seven, eight and eight. They are. It's true. I think they probably just have more seven and nine seasons. <laughs> That's true. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars? Nope. Again, not around long enough, and they had that yeah. really bad stretch of only like five wins or less. Um. So the New York Jets? Yep. That's okay. one of them. And then one, and there's, so I have one more. Two more. Two more. And I can't believe you haven't guessed the one of them because I, I was like, this is the first team Austin will say. It's not Kansas City, is it? No. The Oakland Raiders? Nope. The New England Patriots. What, what team would it be like, oh, I'd say first? I'll just tell you. The Chargers. I thought I already said them. You didn't say the Chargers. Man, I must have thought it really hard in my mind because I really thought I said it. Oh. If you did, I apologize. I can't wait to re- <laughs> re-listen to this to hear if you did say it and I missed it. But I don't remember you saying it. But Chargers, yes, they are, they are one of them. So there's one more. There's one more. That I am not most likely going to guess. In the AFC. I mean, you've named like 10 of the 16 AFC teams. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so I'll just tell you. It's the Miami Dolphins. Damn it. Dadgummit. I had no idea, but let me act like I may have guessed that within the next six guesses. <laughs> All right. Cool, man. That's it today. 
Hey, that was that was pretty good. I cannot believe that I guessed that first one. The look on your face was wish I would have gotten a picture of that because that was pretty good. Yeah, I'm I'm really impressed by that one. I like first guess. You had a one in thirty two shot. We gotta go. Hey, let's got, let's go, go to, to Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Off and on a plane tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, dude. Sorry, do you follow that rule when you guys are golfing? What? You get a hole in one, you stop golfing, and you head straight to Vegas. I've never heard that rule, but I've also never seen or hit a hole in one. Me either. Not in person. (laughs) But the rule is if you hit a hole in one, you literally stop golfing, and you just head straight to Vegas for the night. Dang, that's pretty cool. Uh, Also, once we're in Vegas... I mean, this might be like a silly question. They have a golf course there, right? Oh, yeah. They have lots of golf courses. And they have some really, really good ones in Mesquite, which is like 30 to 40 minutes away. That is like one of the nicest golf courses in Nevada where a lot of pros go to golf. Well, I don't know if I'll be able to go to that one, but I would like to go to one of them. No, there's like they have a lot of deals, especially it depends on the type of year. But when you go, just because it's so hot in Nevada during July and August, every golf course is 50% off. Because who's stupid enough to go out in 115 degree weather to go golf? <laughs> Yoo-hoo! This guy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 100% looking right at him. Me. Yep. Cool, everybody. We're going to move on to the segment that we are super excited for. And that is, everybody loves to do the... What is the best team for 25 and under players, right? Yes. Like, it's super popular. Everybody likes to do it. It's a, it's a lot of fun. But who, who are the best young guys in the NFL? Who's coming in that's young but really just kind of showing – that has shown they can hang with the big guys? But wonder what? What about the big, the big guys and the, the older gentlemen in the league? Let's put some respect on their name. Yeah, so, the veterans. Yeah. Put some respect so, on the name. Exactly. So let's do the all-NFL team for players that are 30 or older. Bow, bow, bow. I'm very excited. Austin and I have not seen each other's teams or heard them. So I'm very excited to hear how bad his team is compared to mine. I don't know. I'm pretty proud of it. Like, if I was going to line my team up right now, I feel like I'm yelling into this right now, but I feel like if I were to to line my team up and face anyone in the NFL, I would be pretty proud of it. Would would probably let down or lay down some money, to be honest with you, 100%. Oh, my, my team is easily the number one seed in either division right now. Any division, any conference, doesn't matter. This team would compete for a Super Bowl. I guess we better just go ahead and get right on into it then. Starting on the offensive side of the ball, Trees, were you getting ready to say something? Uh, exactly what you just said. All right. I don't know where this accent came from, but okay. I'm, I'm just stopping because I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Starting on the offensive side of the ball, the quarterback position, the face of the franchise, the guy who is going to take all the credit or all of the blame, for your team and the amount of Super Bowls that they're going to win. Treese, who is that guy for you? It's the GOAT. It's Tom Brady. Easy as can be. Now, I completely agree, and that's the same person I picked. And the next thing I want to know here, how many of the same people did we pick? Are we going to go down this list and be like, crap, we have the same team? 
No, I, maybe actually. It's very possible. I actually, this is the only position that I had two names on. And it was Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. I didn't care which one. Give me either oh. of them. Yeah. I just feel like Tom Brady, the him proving it, the rings, that's what mattered to me. You know? Yeah, and, and I figured, hey, we're, I was in my head, I was like, this is a team that I only need for like a year or two. It's not like if I'm talking like five years down the road, obviously I would have taken Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, right? Yeah. Uh, Homeboy's going to be 50. Because I won't have a quarterback on my roster. <laughs> All right. So that means you have Tom Brady. Okay. So who do you have at running back? APAD, Adrian Peterson of the Washington Redskins. And the look on your face shows me that he's the same player you have as well. Bingo. All right. <laughs> two for two, everybody. Two this for is two, baby. Exciting. How about I go with the first wide receiver then? Okay. Julio Jones. Get out of here. Three for three. God damn. No. The next one, Antonio Brown. Four for four. <laughs> and then this is where things might get different. The tight end. So I actually went three wide receivers. Oh, okay. I don't. So obviously you didn't, but I'll just name mine. I went with AJ Green. All right. The wide receivers over the age of 30. I am looking this up live right now because I do not want my team to be beat just due to the fact of, oh, my God, Larry Fitzgerald. Why did I not think of that sooner? I'm fine with that. I'm rolling with it. Yeah, for sure. Or, or Julian Edelman. That would have been a good one, too. Edelman was on my list until I looked at A.J. Green. So I'm I with didn't you. realize he was 30. I mean, same with Julio. All those guys, man. They're all born in 1989. Ugh. Is that how old you are? Yep. Is that when you were born? Yep. Very nice. How have you handled the being the same age as someone but nowhere near the talent or physical attribute? How have you handled that growing up? So, actually, I, I get a lot of calls from players being like, how do I be more like you? And I'm just like, well, it's a long process, but here, let me pull up this PowerPoint presentation and I'll show you how to be like <laughs> Justin. Yeah. Uh, but for real, it is it is very weird being like on this this big of a difference. Like... Uh, the NBA players that got drafted last week, they were, they're all born in 2000. I'm Are like, you serious? I, yeah. They're all, they're either 1999 or 2000, most of them. And I'm like that, that's strange. You want to hear this? Patrick, Patrick Mahomes and I are the same age. I about just said Patrick, like he's my, like my pal. <laughs> oh, Patrick, we live in the same city. Yeah. No big deal. We're the same age, dude. He's out here winning MVP of the NFL. And I'm probably going to go get McDonald's after this because I've yet to eat dinner. That's the difference in our lives. That is. But you want to know what? You're living the best life for you. I don't know, Jim. I don't know. (laughs) That's awesome. All right. I have to keep my real voice there just due to the fact of uh, can't fake that one. Moving on to our next position here. Sorry I interrupted you there. Tight end. I went Jared Cook. You're kidding me. No, no, we went different. Okay. I was smiling and shaking my head because I did better. Uh, I don't know. I like Jared Cook. I feel like last year might have been his best season, and that's kind of what I want. I want a guy that's, you know, getting to be 32 but still healthy and making plays. Where are you at? I took Greg Olson. Ah, too many injuries for me. 
That's fine. I like I like his production throughout his career. Yeah, that's true. I only said that because I realized how good of a pick it was. Yeah. But uh, this is when things got hard, like really tough, because you don't realize how many guys are 27, 26, and they're offensive linemen, and they got this big burly beard, and they're big and overweight, and you're like, oh, that's a dad. He's definitely over 30. Nah, 26. So uh, I had a, a rough time with this. But my first offensive tackle, and who I believe to be the best offensive tackle in the NFL, Mitchell Schwartz, the Chiefs' offensive right tackle. I did have him as my right tackle as well. I thought that, w- I thought that was actually a gimme. That's one I knew we had. Okay, right guard. Since you started at right tackle, we'll just move down. I don't know if you did like actual positions or if you yep. just chose to. Okay, all right. Uh, right guard. I took Marshall Yonda. Who was your other one? And my other one is Roger Saffold. I have him as well. And then I took, I feel like I'm going to botch his name, and I can say it in my head, but I can't say it out loud. It's like I can't get my tongue to work. Kalichi Osimile. Yeah, um, Oakland? He got traded to the Jets. Oh, he got traded to the Jets. Like a fourth-round pick. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember that. Yep, you're right. Yep. You're right. Okay, cool. So we had uh, Saffold the same, but our right guards are different. Okay, who do you have as your center? Jason Kelsey. I felt like he was a perfect guy to put here. You know, you I could have gone with the Pouncy Twins, but I just really wasn't feeling it with them. Jason Kelsey just like, he felt like the perfect fit for my team and what I wanted to do moving forward. We I also picked Jason Kelsey. So, we're the same there. So, one, two, oh, and then your left tackle. Who did you take for your left tackle? Um, Trent Williams from the Redskins. Ooh, that's a good one, dude. Honestly, I didn't look at him because I just assumed he wasn't 30. Well, I hope he is. That That's would be good. my luck to pick someone. and he's, he's 29. Nope, 30. All right. Yep, okay. I'm good. Bingo, I took, bingo. I took Andrew Whitworth. That's, that is a good one. I saw him at the later end uh, when I was kind of looking everything up because I, I was having a really hard time finding guards over the age of 30. So I almost just went five offensive linemen just to kind of roll with it. But, yeah, I saw him at the end, and I was like, eh, I just like Trent Williams better there. Now, on the defensive side of the ball, this is where I have a feeling things get different unless you took some names from me that I may have mentioned last time on accident. Do you want to go ahead and get started into this? Yeah, I will. Defensive end, number one, I took Calais Campbell. Okay. Um. So I did, I did a 4-3, so I'm going to have four. Okay. So we're on the same page there. That's good. You know, great minds think alike. Apparently this entire episode, this entire segment, I love it. It's talking football. It's what we do, baby. So I took Justin Houston. I took kind of the homebody guy from Kansas City. I think Justin Houston, or not Justin Houston, excuse me. I just said his name. J.J. Watt would have been a good another good one, and I did not put him on my list. I don't know if you have, so don't give me a look and don't say anything. But I wanted Justin Houston on my team. He does so well on a 4-3, and I kind of wish Kansas City would have kept him for another year just for him to show that, but they're moving in a different direction. The Colts got him, and I honestly think he's going to have one of the best years of his career there and being set as the prime leader on that defensive side of the ball. Great. Who's your second DN then? My second DN is Vaughn Miller. Now, does that go more towards a linebacker because he's skinny? He's, I mean, he's not going to be a true defensive end, but... I mean, that's my other pass rusher, in a sense. Yeah. So, I... <clears throat> excuse me. I put him as an outside linebacker for me. Okay. 
Even though I'm running a 4-3, I still understand that he's a 3-4 outside linebacker. But I put him as a linebacker, but I have no problem with what you did. For defensive end, I took J.J. Watt as my second. So I have Clayus Campbell and J.J. Watt as my two ends. Gotcha. And where did you go on the defensive tackle? The guys in the mud, in the trenches, getting real dirty and nasty. One, Gerald McCoy. Oh, that's a good one. And two, Geno Atkins. Dang, those are really, those are two good ones. I went with, my list just disappeared, so that's fantastic. I went with Brandon Williams, big nose tackle with the Baltimore Ravens. He's from my, uh, or played ball at my hometown at Missouri Southern. He played ball down there, so, uh, you know, kind of close to home. He is one of the better defensive tackles in the game. You know, he can really fill up the offensive line, take on multiple blockers. And then the other one is a guy that I don't think gets enough credit. Cameron Hayward. When that dude plays the Chiefs, or every time I watch him play, that dude is just owning the defensive line. He's just not that quick guy, but he's big, strong, and powerful, man, and he just eats up space. Absolutely. Uh, He was actually in consideration. I consider him a defensive end because I think he plays – I mean, he plays the 3-4 outside, right? So I kind of considered him as a D-end, and I thought about him very hard, but I went with my boy Clays instead. Uh, let's see here. So I already told you I went with J.J. Watt with one of my outside linebackers. Who's one of yours? My other outside linebacker or one of my outside linebackers is going to be Sean Lee. More, I, I'm saying outside linebacker. My, my linebackers, they were all pretty much just middle linebackers here, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I, I didn't care about position on my linebackers. I just chose three. For example, my other another one is I chose Ryan Kerrigan. That. Dad, come I did not realize he was over the age of 30. That's good. My other one was Demario Davis, the linebacker from the Saints. I looked at him, and I, I just said, there's no way in hell he's 30. I thought he was like 26. He's 30? 30. Wow. I would yeah. have him on my list, for sure. I just, yep. me not doing my homework, I guess. <laughs> who's, your, who's your last linebacker? Uh, Thomas Davis, 36 years old. Yeah. He kind of has to be on the list, to be honest with you. It's hard not to put him on there. So I've been waiting to do this one because I just want to say I cheated a little bit. Okay. This guy doesn't turn 30 for like two more weeks. Wow. So it's KJ Wright. I looked his age up and it was like 29. I was like, yeah, gum it. Yeah. I I looked up his date of birth. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> wow. So if if we're not, but I did have a fourth name just in case if you got mad at me. And my other guy was going to be Clay Matthews. How in the world did I not think of Clay Matthews myself? Dadgum. That's, a, that's another good one. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. And just for the record, everyone, we were talking about this before we started recording. Every defensive lineman and linebacker, if if you look them up and you're trying to find guys over 30, you're going to be like, holy shit, everybody's 28 years old. 20, like we could build amazing rosters with guys that are only 28 years old. Absolutely. And some people are going to be like, well, duh, they're all in their prime. They're all good to go. But some of them have been in the league long enough and been good long enough. You think, yeah, they're 30. No, nah. yeah. 27, yeah. 28. And still tearing it up. I mean, they're they got another two years of dominance before they really just kind of fall off. And 
the worst part about the worst position on that was the corners. Oh, yeah. Patrick Peterson, he's only 28 years old. Yeah, he was the first one I looked up. Yeah, same. And I was just so like, are you serious? Yeah, so like Brett Veach, trade for him right now. I don't care if he's penalized. Get him over here. Yeah, yeah. So I know one of them we picked the same because I heard you say his name earlier today. So I'm just going to say it. Richard Sherman. Okay. Yep. Okay. So who do you have as your second corner? My other one was Jimmy Smith, a corner from the Ravens. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good one. Mine is Chris Harris Jr. of the Broncos. See, I didn't think he was 30, so I didn't look him up. I didn't think he was that old. He turned 30 this year. Wow. Sure enough. I really didn't think he was 30, so I didn't even bother looking him up. Yeah. Damn. Damn. That's crazy. You got to <laughs> gotta love it. Yep. I So, safeties, I think we're going to have one the same and one different. I bet we have both the same. First one for me, Malcolm Jenkins. Oh, no. Yep, we're different. <laughs> That's the one I thought we were the same on, so I think we're nope. both, I think we're different on both then. Uh Earl Thomas. Oh my god, I'm a fucking idiot. You didn't put Earl Thomas on there? I didn't put Earl Thomas on there. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, my team's the best team. I would I would win a Super Bowl with this team. More often than not, you've been like, damn, that's a really good pick. Nah. Nah. Okay, who's your other one? Patrick Chung. Okay, that's good. Oh, excuse me. One of the best strong safeties. I have one. I have the best free safety and one of the best strong safeties. Yeah, you're good. Oh, who I, do you got? Harrison Smith of the Vikings. Yeah. Bah. All right, moving on to special teams. <laughs> uh, you, I hate you because you know, I actually do like the Patrick Chung one, but. Did you really do special teams? I really I, did. I absolutely did not do special teams. It's it's easy. Um, the kicker Adam Vinatieri, duh, yep. and yep. then the punter Dustin Colquitt from the Chiefs. The dude's like thirty five, thirty six, and is still bombing the ball seventy yards. And last year he had his longest punt, and he's like thirty five. So those were two easy ones for me that I just wrote down. Honestly, pretty much from the start. Yeah. But uh. That's actually exactly who. Well, for sure, I would have taken Vinatieri, punter. I guess I would have had to look it up. So I don't know yeah. who I would have taken. They got a lot of young legs in there, boy. Well, that's it, everybody. I hope that you guys enjoyed that as much as we did, and I hope you all agree that my team's better. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and post both of those. We need to write them out, take a picture, screenshot it, whatever, and to get that on social media. And we'll kind of get a little, maybe a social experiment, you know. Pick yeah. whatever team's best for you. Yeah, for sure. Are you going to let me have KJ Wright even though it's two weeks early? No. Okay. Yeah, just... I will. Go no, ahead. No, I'll just take Clay Matthews. It's fine. I don't care. People are going to think of him with the Green Bay Packers, and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, he's still that guy. He's not that guy anymore. Yeah, for sure. Just like Justin Houston. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm, mm, okay. Oh, boom roasted. Got my ass. You well, got my ass there. I'll give you that. Going into our next great segment that I did not oversell and did not try to sell too much of, but another great idea that we have created here, and not one that we really hear a lot of people talk about, but everyone wants to have one. Everyone tries to come up with them. They're nicknames. So I want to know. What are the top nicknames of NFL players 
currently playing. Did we go off currently playing players, or did you go all time? I went on current players. Okay, cool. Also, those of you listening, hit us up on social. Let us know your favorite nicknames of players that are no longer in the NFL. Because I want to like the refrigerator. That's an awesome one. I don't think we're ever we're ever gonna hear another player referred to as a refrigerator running for a one yard touchdown in the NFL Super Bowl. I can't disagree with you there. Well, you start us off. I don't know how many you have, but just start us off. Yes. So my first one, Maddie Ice. That's I just for some reason I really, 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 really like that one. I don't know why, but I do. Just maybe like the ice in my veins, like you see D'Angelo Russell doing the NBA. I think that's so freaking awesome because it's not, oh, we're hot, we're burning up. It's like, hey, I'm over here, I'm chill, and I'm about to light it up. Ice in my veins, Maddie Ice of the Atlanta Falcons. That one's just one that I hear and I'm like, ooh, like that, that's clean. That's nice. That's real nice. Treese, what about you? One of mine, and I didn't do any, like, my favorite to least favorite. I just named, like, all these ones that I liked. Yep. So I'll just go down the list. Flash Gordon for Josh Josh Gordon. That's a good one. That's a good one. You want to hear an even better one? Yep. Showtime Mahomes. Ooh, I didn't make one for Mahomes because I feel like he has, like, six different nicknames at this point. Everyone's trying to find one for him. The whole beginning of last year was like, what's Patrick Mahomes' nickname? What's his nickname going to be? And everyone just threw him out there, and then everyone gets pissed off, like, why does he even need a nickname? Why can't he just be Patrick Mahomes? And then he comes out, and he's like, you know, my favorite one is Showtime, because that's what my dad called me when I was a kid. And everyone's like, Showtime Mahomes! So, if you'll notice when he runs out, sorry to just hit the douche voice there. When he runs out, he does this thing where he'll tap his wrist and then point to the sky, and then he runs through the smoke. Oh, it's freaking awesome, dude. I can't wait to watch him play this year. I cannot freaking wait. Uh, okay all right i like that one then so this one technically i think he retired officially a couple weeks ago (laughs) but it was one of my favorites and it's bam bam cam for cam chancellor that is a good one it's a really good one dude i really like it like it's it fits him perfectly seriously that dude his highlight tape is nothing but just slaying the shit out of people yeah whether it's the ball carry or not, like offensive lineman, you want to block me, bam, yeah. bam, bam. The Vernon Davis hit is still one of the just cleanest <laughs> hits I've yeah. ever seen. The, oh. uh, I used to follow him on Instagram, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to follow a player, you know, NFL player on Instagram. is going to be real cool. That dude posts so many times a day. I had to unfollow him. <laughs> this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But I was just like, dude, I love you as a player, but social media presence, stop. Yeah, stop. Like, stop it. being such a good guy and having so many charity events because I'm tired of the buttload of pictures that come from it. It's really, that's really what it was. I feel bad <laughs> admitting that. My next nickname is Zeus for Travis Kelsey. That's the self-given nickname, but I really like it. Never heard of it before. Really? Yeah. That's why he does the uh, the bow and arrow shoot. Oh, okay. Yep. Interesting. Makes and sense. No. Fun fact for you. He is the only player in NFL history... The only player, maybe only tight end, only tight end in the NFL to have three straight seasons of 80-plus catches and over 1,000 yards receiving. Tony Gonzalez, no. Shannon Sharp, no. Jason Witten, no. Antonio Gates, no. 
All those great tight ends, they haven't done it. Travis Kelsey has. That's astonishing. That really did it with Alex Smith as his quarterback. And that's not a knock on Alex Smith, but that just shows that he's been that provocative. That pro- oh my God, what am I saying? Provocative. That's provocative, dude. It gets the people going, man. Gets the people I've been listening going. to song. That's been my go to song to work lately. Gets the people going, man. And then it's like traffic. But it just goes to show like his ability on the field. Back to our topic here. What's your next one, Trees? I have to just do it because he's a jag now. Big dick Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how can it not be on the list? Come on, people. Like, it, it's gold. <laughs> You're over there giggling like a freaking little kid. Dude. I'm oh, still- big dick Nick, the Jaguars' new quarterback. We no longer have a tight end. We just got a big dick Nick. My quarterback can beat Tom Brady's. Yours can't. <laughs> Boom, fucking roasted, man. You got my ass right. I have nothing to say back to that. Wow, that was good. Thank you. Oh, man, I'm I'm kind of embarrassed. I'm blushing right now. That was really freaking good, dude. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to listen back to that. <laughs> Straight up go. At least my quarterback can beat Tom Brady because yours can't. Oh, that was good. Uh, Another one for me. I'm just going to list the next two off. Cheetah and then Big Ben. Yep, I had both of those guys on my list. Totally agree. I like those a lot. One that I think I only hear a lot like in Atlanta, but Jet Jones. That's what they call Julio Jones. Jet Jones. I've honestly never heard that. Yeah, so I think that was cool just because, you know, it's there. I'm surprised this didn't make your – wait, are you done? Is your list done? Yeah, that's it. For, that's all I had for mine. I'm shocked that you didn't name Honey Badger. Oh, my God. I just call him Honey Badger. Like, I didn't yeah. even think of it. Like, that's that's his name. That's not his nickname. That's yeah, just that's, who that's he what it is. says on the back. Yeah. Honey Badger don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another retired guy just recently. Beast Mode is all, was, you know, a classic. Yeah. A few others that I had. Red Rifle for Andy Dalton. I haven't heard that one either. Really? You gotta yeah. just watch. You gotta just watch any Cincinnati game. They they call yeah. him Red Rifle all nah. the time. Nah, all I'd, right. <laughs> I'd, ra- I'd rather just not. I'd rather him. watch some football, not that. Totally. We talked about this guy a ton last episode. Say Saquon. So Saquads. Yep. Adam uh, Lefko came up with that nickname. I'm gonna give him props for that. I did not know that, but that's awesome. Yep. What about Nuke for that? For Damn Hawkeye? it! That's another good one. Uh uh, can't guard Mike or something like that. That's what they call yeah. Mike Thomas. That's his, like his Twitter handle or his social media handle. Yeah, it is. It is. I can't wait till someone that guards them and then they're like guarded Mike. You know, I would, I would like to see them tweet that hashtag guarded Mike. Uh, so like week 13, 14, when Jalen Ramsey shuts him down. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's going to happen. Make sure you tweet that to him. So he knows. Oh, I'll, I'll do it right now. Why tweet at him? I'll just text him. Yeah. Are you serious? You serious, right. bro? What about what about dangerous for Russell Wilson? Jeez, I almost Will you say that one more time for me? Dangerous? Why? <laughs> you were like dangerous. <laughs> that's the way he talks. That's, have you not heard the way he speaks anymore? What's up, Seattle? We got a deal. We got a deal. And then we got one more, and it's Came from Stephen A. Smith, but that bad man, 
Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, that is another good one as well. So out of all of those, which one's your favorite? Yours um, included in the list. I really like Honey Badger. I, and I'm really mad I didn't come up with it. I feel like that name, it just it stuck. And it stuck so well that I didn't even think to call him, you know, Tyron Matthew. It's just Honey Badger. Like, that's just who he is. So, yeah. to me, that is – and it's not because he plays for the Chiefs. That's really not it. It's just that's a great nickname. And all the memes that came about, like, when that nickname, you know, came out and about as well was Honey Badger. Honey Badger don't care, da-da-da-da-da. That's awesome. I think mine's probably Nuke. I think that's probably number one on my list. I was honestly going to guess that's what yours would be. I think it's really cool. But there's a lot. We didn't even talk about Cam Newton, Super Cam. Eh. It's fine, but like that's a that's a really popular one, right? That yeah. I think. Uh, Shady. I mean, that's kind of his name, though, right? So uh, <laughs> that's a tough. Uh, I know, and if we did a post on like what's your favorite, this one will come up a ton. Fitz Fitz Magic. Yes, that's a good one. We have one or two more questions for you guys that we have had asked eternally to us. And they're too good of questions that we couldn't help but answer them on the show. So the question is, what is one player that no longer plays for your team who is currently still in the league that you wish could suit up for your squad again and play, and why? So I want to put this into context here. The Jaguars were very shitty for a lot of years. And did not draft well at all. And really have only gotten good players the last about four years. So there are not a lot of guys in the NFL currently that I would still want on the team. But the one guy that I just always had a soft spot for is Mercedes Lewis, the tight end, who is now with the Green Bay Packers. He is awesome. He I really considered him... Probably the best blocking tight end over the last 10 years. He was unbelievable. His size was awesome. He only had two really good years of receiving, but every year he made a couple big plays in some big games. And his leadership was key, I think, for 2017. If it wasn't for Mercedes Lewis and Paul Puzlesny, I don't know if that team made it as far as they did in 2017 without those two. That's a good one. I honestly didn't know he had moved teams, so I am sorry to hear that for you. Um, I honestly have a couple, like two or three, honestly. The first one, Kareem Hunt. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, duh. This is going to sound silly, though. I feel like if he was on that team at the end of last year, no matter what the defensive struggles were, I feel like the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. I feel like he has one or two runs or plays there at the end that just takes over the game. Yes, Damian Williams, Damian Williams had an outstanding offseason or a postseason, excuse me. But Kareem Hunt, would have, I just feel like he would have done so much more, especially moving forward this next year. There would have been so much more confidence than there already is heading into the season. That's just kind of where things sit for me right now with him. Two more, Justin Houston. Just He became a personal favorite of mine. I really liked what he was able to do. I felt like Bob Sutton being his defensive coordinator really just kind of ruined those last three years in Kansas City for him, plus being injured. That didn't help. That did not help either. 
And then the last one, Eric Berry. That dude's just got too good of a story. He's overcome so many obstacles. Going down as possibly one of the best strong safeties, free safety, whatever you want to call them, safeties in the league. And he has to face an ACL injury, cancer, and then two Achilles injuries. Like, man, like, what could have been right there? What could have been for the Kansas City Chiefs with him? And then other guys that are no longer in the league that I want to throw in there, Jamal Charles and Dwayne Bowe. You put those guys on this team right now with this quarterback and that offensive line and what we have going forward, yikes. Yikes. And Derek Johnson would be another one. But, yep, that's me. That's who I got. I like it. If we're going to go off of just a few guys that aren't in the league anymore, obviously MJD, my yeah. boy. Like, he was awesome. He's what kept Jaguar fans sane in the 2000s. And then this one might surprise people. Justin Blackman. The wide receiver from Oklahoma State? Yeah. Dude, I thought he was going to explode. What happened? Dude, he was he was good. The problem is, is alcohol got in the way. He was very, very addicted and an alcoholic. There's stories that there's other teams that were drafting in the top 10 that would hire like detectives and just follow him around. And they said that he was in, he was at a bar all the time. Like they were like, if somebody would just follow him for two days, you would have recognized that he has a serious problem. If he, if he didn't have those issues, I truly think that he could have been really, really good. Having a, having a career better than Alshon Jeffrey, who was also in that draft class. Wow. So how old? I mean, he was only in the NFL two or three seasons, if yeah. that. Uh-huh, three. Yeah. And and he yeah. was suspended for some of it. Yeah, I knew. I remember him being suspended and then never hearing anything really after that. Yeah. But, yeah, he was a guy that I thought had some serious promise coming out of Oklahoma State. Better yeah. than Des Bryant is what everyone was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And the one thing that I do respect from him, though, is he came out and just said the NFL lifestyle isn't good for me with that and that's why he never asked for reinstatement to by the commissioner because he was just like it's not good for me i i know if i get back into the nfl i'm gonna like break my fix and just have these issues again so i I respect that out of him i mean you kind of yeah you have to like that's that's respectable by you to respect that of him not being a smart ass kind of kind of but you know being serious at the same time that is that's crazy to just straight up admit that. But you know, it is what it is, so good for him and I hope I hope he's doing all right. He stayed out in the news for years, so I hope that I hope that means that he's not doing anything crazy. Yep, that's all we can hope for. Yep. Okay, question for you before we sign off tonight. Mm-hmm. Mr. Tyreek Kill met with the NFL today for a solid Six hours, I believe, is what it said, or four eight. Six hours, eight hours, eight hours. Eight. Okay, that dude went and worked a shift with the NFL. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and apparently the majority of the discussion. I'm sure we'll have an article come out. You know, news will break, something will leak, kind of giving more of an in-depth clue and discussion and conversation that they had today or yesterday for you guys that are listening. What I heard is that a majority of it was strictly about the uh, child abuse case, like wanting to hear his story, 
wanting to follow along with the case, doing their own investigation, have their own questions. But I would, I really want to know what those questions were and kind of what his answers were at the same time. I have a hard time trying to picture that they just sat in a room for eight straight hours having this discussion. Like, duh, yeah, there's bathroom breaks, there's getting food. But, like, that investigation, the interrogation, you can call it to some degree. Like, what's that like? Who knows? But it, it's got to be difficult and got to be long and tiring. Mentally, you would be exhausted by the end of the day. Oh, absolutely. Oh, man. I'm excited to hear to hear what happens, though, and what came out of it. Like you yep. said, I'm sure... I'm sure news will break before this podcast gets posted tomorrow. Well, absolutely. I mean, that's almost a guarantee. Lock it up. Yep, lock it lock up. Lock it up. Lock so, it up. You lock it up. Bonus for everybody here. And there's no way of me actually, I don't know how to word this, but it's another Trisivia because I couldn't find my notes on this one, but this is the one I really wanted to ask today. So I'm going to give you a bonus one right now. Sound good? How many tackles... Do you think Larry Fitzgerald has in his career? Oh my gosh. Is it over 100? No. Okay. 38. Dude, you're getting so fucking good at this. It's 37. <laughs> Damn. Dude, that's really good. Damn. But that's not the question. The question <laughs> is <laughs> Hey, good job, but that's not good it. Job. How many dropped passes does he have in his career? 7. Uh, Come on. You think he only has seven in his, like, 15-year career? 17. Higher. 22. Higher. 32. A little bit lower. 29. Damn. Wow. He has more tackles than he does drop passes in his career. Holy shit. That's impressive. So, so you... Earlier, when you put him as your wide receiver, fuck it. I'll just put him at my cornerback. I don't care. <laughs> hey, uh, if you can play both ways, he's playing both ways. You know, that's what my high school would say. Damn straight. Mine too. <laughs> All right. I think that does it for the day. I think so. Uh, I wish I would have came in a little hotter. That's for sure. You know, we did have a good episode. and I, can't, I tried to take it easy. I felt like I've been screaming. Screaming at everyone when I come onto the show. Today I wanted to come in a little light, you know, come in a little slow, show a little love. But you know what? That's all we got for you today. That's it. Stephen A. Smith, we're out of here. That's it, talking football. All right, Therese, do you want to sign us off, man? I think that was good enough. No, uh, that's it, though, for real. We're excited for the next episode. Thanks again for tuning in, and tonight we've been talking football. Talking football.